Hey everybody, today I'm going to talk to you about customer complaints with cash discounting and surcharging. Yes, I do occasionally wear a suit, so I thought I would just come to the studio today since I had one on. So let's jump in and talk about this issue of customer complaints with cash discounting and surcharging. So I think early on, most of my content as I was talking about these programs was really geared towards encouraging people in the industry to take advantage of this amazing opportunity. And I think we're at a point where the vast majority in the industry, even those who are maybe initially against it, you've kind of realized that this is a big opportunity one way or the other, whether it's cash discounting or surcharging. And, you know, you've gone all in with this. Well, we're starting to now run into a little bit of an issue, and that is with the customer complaints. So early on, I talked a lot about how, hey, you know, customers are fine with it. They don't care. It's no big deal. And I still stand behind that to a point. Um, but I think that from, you know, both from a, a point of market saturation, where in some markets, uh, consumers are getting, you know, more used to it. And also just in general, there is going to be a percentage of, of consumers who are going to complain about it. I really want to talk to you about how to deal with this, because I think if you do this right, um, I think this is what makes cash discounting and surcharging a much more long term opportunity for our entire industry. So I really hope that you'll take these ideas and think about how to implement them um, on your own. So number one, let me let me give you some numbers to make sure we understand what we're talking about. In my experience so far, as a general rule, when you sign up a merchant for cash discounting or surcharging, about 1% to 3% of their, their transactions, the first 30 days, are going to include some kind of a complaint or question about the new service fee or surcharge or whatever it is, okay? Uh, 1% to 3%. Then after the first 30 days, it's going to settle into a 1%, you know, maybe even less than 1% arena. So at the outset, you're like, well, James, why are you making a video about this? I mean, that's nothing, right? Well, not exactly. So if you are a business and you process 1,000 transactions a month and you're getting... 3% complaints, right? That's 30. So that means every day you're having somebody complain about this. And so it's not just about the reality, it's it's about how it feels. You know what I mean? Like as a business owner, when one of your customers every single day is complaining about something you're doing, that really doesn't feel great. So that's a concern, okay? So the first step in this process of managing um, customer complaints with cash discounting and surcharging, the very first step is that you have to set the expectation correctly with the business owner. So it is crucial after the sale is made. Now, of course, you're going to make a sale. I get it, right? Like you got to be exciting. You've got to tell them how amazing it is and you make the sale. Once you get a yes, you have to slow down. This is not like traditional processing. You can't run out the door, come back, throw the terminal in place, plug it in and be like, have a great day. It doesn't work like that. This is a very different thing with cash discounting and surcharging. So you've got to take a little time to set the expectation with that with that merchant. So talk to them about these numbers, like give them some numbers and say, OK, um, you know, it looks like you do about 500 transactions a month. So I can tell you from experience that the first month, you're probably going to get about 15 complaints. So every other day, one of your customers is going to have a complaint or they're going to ask a question about it. Right. So I want to talk to you about what to do with that, because in our experience, that doesn't mean you're going to lose 15 customers customers by any stretch. All it means is you have to make sure you're ready to explain it to them correctly so that you don't lose the customer. And if you do explain it correctly, you're actually going to make even a better relationship with that customer um, because you're going to make them feel better about your business and your business practices. Okay. So step one is set the expectation with the business owner that, Hey, you are going to get some people that are going to ask questions about this. 
If you don't do that, I guarantee you, you're going to get businesses that are going to, you know, flip back to traditional processing. Okay. You could even get a large percentage of them because they might even go the first day. And I mean, law of statistics and variation, statistical variation tell us that if we know we're going to get, you know, 15 complaints during a month, that means we're probably going to have at least one or two days where we get maybe three or four complaints. Like, you know, you're going to have days where it's higher and days where it's lower. So maybe that's the first or second or third day. The business owner's in the shop. It just so happens that during the time that they're there, three of their best customers complain about the new program, right? So if they don't have the right expectation of that, that's going to be a problem, okay? So walk them through that. Let them know, look, you know, you, that means you're probably going to have a day where you have two or three complaints. Some days you won't have any. Some days you'll have one or two. Like it's, But you're going to probably end up at the end of the month having maybe 15 customers, 10, 15 customers who are going to bring it up. They may not complain, but they're going to bring it up and have a question about it, okay? So set that expectation with the business owner. Number two, make sure you get the business owner on board with what it is exactly that they're doing, Okay. And this is super important. They have to believe in this concept. Um, if they believe they're doing this because they want to eliminate their payment processing fees, um, and that's how they communicate it to the, to the consumer, it's probably not going to go over very well. What you have to explain to them is, yes, you're eliminating your credit card processing fees. That's the value on your side. But let's talk about why this program is valuable to your customers. Okay, we got to get to that point. We're having that conversation. These programs are actually the best thing for the customer, not just for the business owner. And let me explain why the cost of processing goes up year after year after year. Interchange costs continue to go up in the United States. So the cost of processing continues to rise. Now, as a business, whenever your costs are going up, what does that mean? Well, that means your prices are going up. You're going to do price increases. So you need to explain to the business owner, look, the cost of processing payments is going up. Whether you are aware of, of this or not, I promise you that that in you know looking at the data of your business and your cost structure overall, the result of the cost of payments going up is that you're going to be doing price increases. So you could have just done a price increase, right? That would have solved this problem. You know, you could have done a price increase to bring in that extra $700 a month in revenue across the board on everything. And then that would cover the cost, but you've chosen to do the right thing for the customer. The right thing for the customer is this is a cost that actually doesn't, isn't a result of the actions of every customer. It's not like your electric bill or your gas bill or your rent, where every customer is gaining in benefits from this cost. Um, because the lights are on or because there's a building to walk into. No, this is something that's only impacting certain people because of their choices. And so what you're doing is you're saying, look, if you're going to choose to use your rewards card or whatever, then that means that we are going to have that price increase. But instead of doing a price increase across the board, which is what we could have done, we decided that wasn't really the fair thing to do. We decided the right thing to do is to take advantage of some of these new laws and regulations that allow us to pass this cost of processing on. And what we've done is instead of doing a price increase across the board, we only applied this particular price increase to those credit card transactions or those credit and signature debit transactions if it's a, um, you know, if it's cash discount. Um, or you might word that differently if it's cash discount and say, we did our price increase across the board, but we wanted to make sure we, we structured it in such a way where people who pay with cash are still getting that old price. They're still getting that discounted price. So our new regular price went up, but we still wanted to make sure we had that opportunity for people paying with cash to pay less. 
So again, whether it's surcharging or cash discounting, there's a slightly different explanation. I think at this point, most of you understand that. If you don't, watch my other content. But you've got to explain that and make sure the business owner understands. Like, And, and like I can't overemphasize this enough. I don't mean explain to the business owner how to trick their consumers into thinking this is a good thing for them. I mean actually sell the business owner on the fact that they really did the right thing for themselves and for the consumer because they didn't do a price increase across the board. They did instead a slightly larger increase, but only on the people that are impacting this particular item of cost. Okay. Number three, you have to, now that you've done these first two steps and you've set the expectation, you've got them to buy it on the concept. We now have to educate the employees, make sure the employees are educated and provide marketing material. So let's break those down real quick. So everything I just told you that you told the business owner, the business owner needs to make sure that they are telling that same exact thing to their employees. Okay. So the employees are ready to say that to the customers. Anybody that manages at the counter is going to have to be able to say this stuff. And then number two, make sure you're providing a marketing piece. This is such a no-brainer. Everything I just said to you, you could easily take that um, and just and just provide that. Now, we're, our company is CC Sales Pro. We're actually working on one that can be white-labeled. We're going to put it in our Facebook group. If you're not in there and you want to check it out, just go to Facebook um, and just look up CC Sales Pro Community and, and uh, ask to join. It's a free group, but I'll be posting it in there. Um, and so we're going to make one you can white-label, but you really need to have like a, a third-page cardstock-type document that basically is just behind the counter, and the employees can just take that out and hand it to the consumer and say, they're like, what is this new fee? And they're like, here you go. This explains it, you know? And then that way, if the employee doesn't remember exactly what to say, they're afraid they're going to say the wrong thing, they can just hand them that. So crucial concept for the, for the continued success of cash discounting and surcharging, I implore you to think about this, okay? If you don't do this right, you are going to start to experience more and more issues as consumers are going to complain about this stuff and the ones who just don't understand it yet. It's going to be so much better if we can get ahead of this and really set that expectation correctly. So my name is James Shepard with ccsalespro.com. Hope you have an awesome day.